Hey yo, and welcome to the Badass is the New Skinny podcast. I'm Sabrina, here to chat with you about what it takes to look and feel like a badass. Fun fact, it's not about 1200 calorie diets and workouts you hate. Nope. Instead, we'll talk about lifestyle habits, mindset, and attitude around sleep, stress management, nutrition, and movement, all dumped in a great big bucket of self-awareness and personal growth. Each week, I'll give you strategies and actions that you can apply directly into your day-to-day life so that you're making sustainable changes over time. So if you're ready to get your shit together, for reals this time, put on your sassy pants and get comfy. Let's do this. Hey yo, how's it going my friends? I hope you're all doing well. I'm so excited about how things are going right now and the conversation I'm going to have with you today. Real quick though, I just want to thank you for hanging in there while I'm a little all over the place and finding my way as I figure out what the hell I'm doing with my business structure and offerings and all that jazz. Hopefully that's not interfering with the value that you're getting from this podcast. There's nothing quite like learning in public and that will make more sense at the end of this episode. So let's go ahead and dive on in. I'm going to kick off today's conversation with a quick story for some background so that all of this sounds a little less out of left field. And at this point, you're probably thinking, Jesus, Sabrina, I have no idea what you're talking about. Can you please just get to the point? So let me go ahead and start with this story. Every Saturday or nearly every Saturday, I load Bella, my seven-year-old black lab, into my Jeep and we go visit my mom and her little black pug, Jethro. It's especially nice when we get to sit out on the back deck under her patio umbrella and watch the puppers play while we visit. Uh, We can chat for hours, jumping from one topic to the next. It's um, really kind of crazy how we can just really shoot the shit. So recently we were talking about my business and I was telling her about how the recommended business model for new coaches especially sort of conflicts with my business values. Long story short, coaches are typically advised to create a high ticket signature program and sell it to a handful of clients to build foundation, credibility, trust, and establish some social proof and all that. It's also set up this way so that you can make a lot of money really quickly with, well, relatively quickly with fewer clients. And part of the appeal to this is because newer coaches a lot of times are working a corporate job. And so they're sort of doing this on the side. And, you know, time is an issue because when you're, you know, selling a service that's using your time on top of your full-time job. So anyway, the recommended structure is a high ticket signature program that you can sell for more money, have fewer clients. Sounds great, right? The problem is, as someone who has never had much for extra spending money, this feels kind of icky to me to create a high ticket, i.e. expensive coaching program. One of my core business values is to make coaching resources more accessible to people, especially because I truly believe that some of the people who would benefit the most from it are those who have other financial priorities and coaching, in this case, health and wellness coaching, is a privilege that they just don't have the luxury to justify in their budget. So making my coaching services and products more accessible is super important to me. Something about this conversation with my mom inspired a thought for her. Making resources accessible to more people got her thinking about those who are in need of wellness support, but who are generally underserved. My mom works as a medical assistant at a local healthcare clinic and said she sees a lot of people coming out of big life changes who are in need of the kind of wellness support that I'm looking to provide, including people who are, you know, recovered addicts and alcoholics, 
uh, divorcees, new graduates, people who just moved to the area, newly discharged from the military, new moms, people whose lives are vastly different from what they once were, who are feeling lost and in need of a community and guidance to create a healthy lifestyle in this life that is totally new and different for them. As a recently sober divorcee who had to rebuild my life not all that long ago, this idea really spoke to me. Navigating my new life and habits sober on my own for the first time in seven-ish years in a new home on the opposite side of town, it was a lot. And I've lived on my own before, but never with a dog. And I love Bella. It's just, it's been an adjustment living alone with a dog and not having some in-home support. Anyway, my life looked completely different. There's something about completely overhauling my life that left me feeling extremely vulnerable and floundering, leaning on not super great habits because the only anchors I had were gone and I was just free-floating. Has there been a moment when you felt like that? A great big life change and then just feeling completely lost or just completely overwhelmed because there are so many things that you should be doing that you just can't really figure out where to start? Anyway, in the spirit of this, while I'm doing some things behind the scenes to put together what this could look like from a program perspective, I wanted to take this opportunity to share my thoughts about how to go about rebuilding your life and establishing an empowering, healthy lifestyle after being knocked on your ass and going through a big life change. Because let's be real, uh, the last couple few years have brought about some pretty fucking big life changes for just about all of us. So with that in mind, here are seven steps to get you started on a new health and wellness, like lifestyle rebuild after you've experienced a big life change. First, give yourself time and room to breathe. I know that feeling unanchored is unsettling and super uncomfortable, but this is a great time to sit with where you're at and just take a breath. When someone in my life lost her job unexpectedly, she freaked out and took the first job she could get because, of course, it wasn't like she could just push pause on her bills and responsibilities. Years later, she talked about how she wishes she had taken the time to pause, rest, and regroup. She had been eligible for unemployment and never went for it because she took a new job as quickly as she could. Was losing her job a good thing? No, it was stressful and painful and terrifying for her. However, I believe that sometimes things have to end and fall apart in order to make space in your life for something better. If you don't give yourself a chance to breathe and regroup, you could end up rushing into something that might be okay, but not as great as it could be if you waited and took the time. So take a break. Give your brain a chance to rest and think through what will be the best next step for you. Number two, determine your priorities. While you're taking some time to breathe, think about what's most important for you to do from here. For example, let's say you just moved to a new town. Is your priority going to be focused on decorating your home in a way that's comfortable and welcoming? This is usually a big one for me. Are you going to be more focused on building your social circle and making new friends? Maybe your biggest priority is going to be checking out yoga studios and fitness clubs so that you can establish yourself at a place that allows you to move your body in a way that makes you feel strong, powerful, and confident. When you're starting fresh, you might be tempted to try and do all of the things at once. I'm kind of notorious for this, I'll admit, but the thing is, big changes are super stressful, obviously. You can manage some of that stress by determining your priorities and focusing on one thing at a time. There's time for the rest. 
Number three, figure out where you're solid and where you're floundering. Even though everything might feel out of control, I can almost guarantee you that there's at least something that you're solid on. Celebrate that win and make a mental note about that because that's now a tool that could help you wherever you might be floundering. For the areas where you are floundering, figure out where those fit in with what you have identified as your priorities. Because guess what? If you're floundering on something that doesn't align with your priorities, congratulations, you can let that shit go and focus your attention on other things that are going to serve you better. Number four, create a plan and double the amount of time you think you'll need for it. So now you've taken a breath, you've identified your priorities, and you've gotten somewhat of a sense of where you're solid and where you're not so solid. Your next step is to figure out what your plan is to achieve whatever it is you want to achieve. And here I say double the amount of time that you think you'll need because again, when you're trying to rebuild, there's a lot of excitement, stress, fear, anxiety, and a lot of other things that could cause you to put pressure on yourself to get your shit together as soon as humanly possible. But the truth is that if you give yourself time, you're going to position yourself in a much better space for long-term success. Number five, break your plan down into short, mid, and long-term milestones or goals. Once you have a plan, figure out what you want that to look like in a month, three months, and six months, or whatever a short, mid, and long-term timeline looks like for you. Breaking up your plan into milestones or goals like this gives you easy wins early on and something bigger to help you keep your eye on the prize. It's the same as with other types of goals like weight loss or strength training goals. If you want to increase the amount of weight that you can squat by 100 pounds, for example, you're definitely going to want to break that down into smaller incremental goals so that you can acknowledge and celebrate your growth and success along the way. Number six, identify the habits you'll need to achieve those milestones, then pick the easiest two or three to start with. Figuring out the habits that help you achieve your goals and milestones are going to be huge because habits are what make behaviors and actions sustainable in your life. So for example, if your goal is to get established at a local yoga studio or fitness club, your long-term goal might be to attend four or five days a week, ultimately. Your short-term goal might be to go to two or three different clubs, try out some classes or workouts or whatever, and choose the one that you like the best and that works the best for you. Your midterm goal might be to attend classes at least twice a week. So what habits will help you succeed with that? Would it mean sleeping in your yoga clothes so that you're ready for an early morning class? Maybe it's packing your workout clothes the night before and leaving your gym bag by the front door to take with you to work so that when you're all done with your workday, you can hit the gym easy. As you're working toward your long-term goal of four or five times a week, decide if your habits are working for you or if you need to tweak anything to make that four or five times a week more sustainable. Number seven, put your plan into action. You've made a thoughtful plan based on what's going to serve you best and be sustainable. So now the only thing left to do is to do the damn thing. Be sure to give yourself some grace along the way. It's 100% okay if you don't follow it to a T or if your priorities change or something you thought would work was great in theory, but a fucking mess in practice. That's life. You know this all too well at this point, right? After all, you've just gotten through something huge and have experienced big life changes. Give yourself space and freedom to adapt your plan and take action that helps you look and feel like a badass. Okay, so one of the great things about taking these seven steps is that 
You're actively taking control in an environment where so many people feel completely out of control. In episode six of my podcast, I talked about taking control and what that looks like and how important it is to understand what you have control of and to what extent so that you can empower yourself to take charge of your life. We all have more control than we think we do. And sometimes we just need to break things down into these incremental steps to see what that looks like. If you haven't heard that episode, I'll link it in the show notes for you, or you can go to sabrinabrina.com forward slash 006. Okay, so now that I've gone over all of that with you, I want to talk real quick about what things will look like from me going forward as far as this podcast and the services I offer. So first, the focus of the podcast is going to be the same, actionable tips and strategies to help you look and feel like a badass. This is still crucial to me because while I like to think of my content as entertainment to some degree, I also want to provide value. Next, the primary wellness pillars I'll talk about are still sleep, stress management, nutrition, and movement, wrapped like a burrito in a great big blanket of self-awareness. I fully believe that these are the most important things to focus on to help you look and feel your best, and that when you establish healthy habits around these things, you can live a truly badass life without having to obsess about it. I believe that's true when you're just coming out of a big life change, and if you're pretty much in any other phase of life. So again, this is something that is just really in alignment with my vision for this podcast and my business overall. So that isn't really changing. Third, and one of the things that I'm actually most excited about as my podcast and audience grows is that I'll continue to share my experiences, but I also want to share yours. I want to start giving my audience space to tell their story and inspire others who may be struggling to live their life after a big life change. One of the reasons that this is important to me and is exciting to me is because I believe that badasses thrive in a supportive community, and we all have a story to tell, wisdom to share, and lessons we can learn from. On the community front, this is going to be incorporated in the membership program I'm developing as well, which I'm about to talk about. Because as much value as there is in one-on-one coaching, which is still going to be an option in some form, a community provides significant value. So I'm looking forward to that, and there's more to come. What this also means is that I may end up taking a slower route to building my business. My goal is impact. Help more people live a badass life and truly enjoy the life that they have. I can't do that if I only offer a high-ticket program for less than a dozen people at a time. Instead, I'm going to focus on building an affordable membership program. That's going to mean slower financial growth because I'm still building everything from my offerings to my audience. However, in the long run, it means greater, broader reach for potential impact. At the end of the day, that's what's important to me. Yes, this is my business and the goal is to make a living. But right now I have a full-time job outside of this that allows me to live pretty comfortably and I'm proud of what I do. So it's okay to me to take some time building my business and really make sure that my offer aligns with my values. In the meantime, I'm still going to offer my Live Like a Badass pilot program, which will still include one-on-one coaching, and the pilot participants will have free access to the membership once I open that up. This is still going to give me a chance to refine the modules and lessons that will be available through the membership, and once I launch it, there will be some other perks and goodies, including access to any new resources I create. This is going to be awesome, and I really can't wait to share all of that with you. As I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, all of this means I'm learning in public, 
as it's referred to in the gracious space practice. It means that I'm bringing you along with me for the ride, and I'd love to hear your thoughts and ideas because really, I want this to be for you and offer you value. Now, if this doesn't sound like you, if you're like, cool story, Sabrina, but I didn't just go through any big life change recently, and I'm not interested in any programs or memberships or whatever, it's all good. No worries. The tips and strategies I provide here on my podcast will translate to people in a lot of different situations, as much of it is really just about how you can live a badass life. And this podcast will always be free to you with no pressure to join any future membership or program. Though I'd love to have you come along as I grow and expand on what I offer, I'll continue to provide free content and resources, and I appreciate you for showing up in whatever way you'd like. So again, thanks for hanging in there with me on this. I'm sure this might seem a little strange and is maybe more detailed than you care about, but I'm a big fan of transparency, especially as it relates to my intentions and values with this podcast and my business. I'm excited, and I can't wait to watch this vision grow and help you and others live your best life yet. Remember, you're a badass. I hope you have an amazing day, and I'll catch up with you next time. Later. Many thanks for joining me for another episode of the Badass is the New Skinny podcast. I hope today's chat gave you some things to noodle on and that you're walking away feeling inspired and empowered to live a badass life. If you got any aha moments out of today's conversation, please snag a screenshot of this episode and post it on Instagram. Tag a friend or two and tag me at sa.brina.brina. That's S-A dot B-R-I-N-A dot B-R-I-N-A and include the hashtag BadassIsTheNewSkinny. If you could also drop me a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to your podcasts, it would mean the world to me. For more of the good stuff, head on over to my website at sabrinabrina.com. Now, go kick some ass, and I'll catch up with you next time. Make it a good day.